Okay. So, um, excuse me. All right, everyone's sneezing. Everyone's sneezing. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's sniffing. You know, oh, yeah, this is the time. thing we've we've been recording previously, and people were always saying, "Why aren't you making more sniffing noises?" But my immune system is focused one hundred percent at eliminating every piece of po- uh, pollen in my body right now. I don't know if eliminating is the right word. Learning to live with, in your case, <laughs> I, might be the correct this is phrase. True. You poor thing. You have the worst allergies. You and God, Korean, it, was, man. it was so bad yesterday. I was like, do I have COVID? Did I catch COVID from somewhere? Mm-hmm. No, it's fucking pollen. Do you want me to send you one of my many gas masks? That would, I don't, I, I yeah, that might help. Yeah. The beard's <laughs> probably not going to be no. great, but you know. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, that's not going to work. Um, so anyway, what you see on the screen here is a screenshot that Alice stole from the Transport Fever 2 <laughs> Steam screenshots page. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, wait. I, we're supposed to introduce the podcast before I describe oh that, right? Oh, my God. All right. Uh, well, welcome to Well, There's Your Problem. It's a podcast about engineering disasters. Steel slides. slides. Yeah. yeah we, slides. We, sometimes yes. stolen, sometimes not. Yeah. It's all about balance, baby. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we do crimes, but not too many. Yes. <laughs> a moderate amount of crimes. Yeah. We are enlightened centrists. Yes. Uh, I'm Justin Rosniak. I'm the person who is talking right now. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, okay, go. I am Alice Coulter Kelly. I am the person who liberates slides in a somewhat less than legal manner when we need slides done. <laughs> uh, my pronouns are she and her. Hi, I'm Liam Anderson. Uh, yay, Liam. Yay, Liam. Yay, Liam. My pronouns are he and him. Okay. Okay, we did it. So anyway, what we see here is a, a, a funny picture of an evergreen container blocking a road. And that's not because we're going to be talking about the ever given. No. It's because we're going to talk today about infrastructure week. This is an example of some infrastructure. Yes. Oh, by and, what's a week? Oh, we're about four years into infrastructure week, and it looks like uh, Biden is finally going to get it rolling. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> infrastructure re- week is like Ramadan. It runs on a lunar calendar, so you can't always predict where it's going to uh, land on a solar calendar. I understand. Yes. Oh, I see Alice has put a quote here. You, you or I travel by road or train, but economists arrive by infrastructure says noted idiot margaret thatcher she did say that it's, it's in the quotes for like civilization six when they ran out of good ones for civilization five didn't she also say anyone over the age of 30 who finds themselves on a bus can be deemed a failure yes <laughs> just a tremendously normal woman all around i was about to say yeah all right so but first we have to do the goddamn news That's a bad one. That's a bad one, yeah. A train has crashed in Taiwan into a truck Mm -hmm. that wasn't supposed to be on the train tracks. No, it was a construction site that was like up a hill above the tracks, and somebody left there. I don't even know what it was. Might have been a truck, might have been some other piece of construction machinery. And of course, it rolled down the hill and it blocked the tracks at the entrance to a train tunnel. The worst place to do that. Well, boy. Yeah, so you know, it, they it wrecked into the wrecked into the truck at about eighty miles an hour. Went into the tunnel. It derailed in the tunnel. Um, I believe 
I, I thought at first this was a Shinkansen derivative train um, or derived train, in which case this would be the first fatal accident on one. But it seems not to be. It seems to be a regular sort of, I don't know, maybe Ty- Taiwanese design train mm. of some kind. Mm. Yeah, it was pretty busy because uh, I think people were going back home for the holidays from Taipei to uh, like a smaller city on Taiwan. So uh, do it. Yeah, yep. pack pack train derailing inside a tunnel, just kind of vibrating around. Uh, not good. Terrifying. Yeah, terrifying. terrifying. Killed. Uh, there's like fifty people. Not good. Not good. And it's like as, as I put in the Chiron, it's the Great Heck train crash again. Again. Uh, d- yeah. Don't ha- don't have a road next to a railway line. Don't have yeah, a car don't... next to a railway line. Ban cars. Yeah, ban cars. Yeah, easy. Ban cars so we can have more trains. That's right. We'll talk about that later. That's right. But we also have, in, in, in lighter news... Okay, we have to talk about the poop building. The poop building? The poop, poop building. building. I saw I've you been, writing oh, this up on the no. slides, and I was like, the poop thing, which is the first line of the notes, and I was like, the what? I don't want to talk about West Philly anymore. Uh, okay. Okay, I, I was... Used to- I was I used to live, ladies and gentlemen, and non-binary pals. Many years ago, I lived with my ex uh, on essentially the block where this is being proposed. Mm. Uh, and uh, I, at this point, I'm in favor of just keeping the fucking dog park. I, I wanna, I wanna, I, I was resisting talking about this for a while because I don't talking about housing is too tiring. But once the poop thing happened, I was like, all right, we got to talk about this. So here, here's, here's, the, here's the basic situation. This is going up about three blocks from where I live. Um, there is a guy, he owns a rehab center and some of the land around it, right? Mm-hmm. Including a dog park, right? It is a private dog park. You have to be part of the Cedar Park Dog Association oh. to use the dog park. How do they check that? Um, I guess they ask the dog. Woof, 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 woof. Yeah. Stopping, woof. stopping your dog woof, woof, for your ID. I, Cedar Park Dog Association sounds like some kind of rotary club that the dog joins, not the owner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it sounds like a mob front. It's the Cedar Park Dog Association, if you know what I mean. Cedar Park Dogging Association. No, oh, no. Well, now I'm hard as hell. <laughs> So the guy who owns the dog park was like, you know, I want to, he, he, he was like, I want to get, I want to put an apartment building here instead of a dog park, right? Mm-hmm. So once word got out that the private dog park was being replaced with an apartment building, every, everyone got up in arms because, you know, the apartment Lost building. Lost their shit, some might say. Yes. <laughs> very funny. Every, everyone got very mad that an apartment building was going to go up in this community. Despite the fact that you know there's there's a taller apartment building on the other four corners of this lot, and up until the '90s there was an apartment building on this lot, but this is beside the point. Where else this are you gonna walk your dog? Uh, there, there's a real park two blocks over. <laughs> <laughs> that one's open to the public, though. Oh, no. So <laughs> I don't so, walk my dog with just anybody. So a, a lot of uh, anti-gentrification folks have, have, have been, you know, uh, up in arms about this three-story apartment building going up and, you know, all the horrible things it's going to cause because, you know, there'll be uh, an apartment building there. 
which I, I've never quite figured out how that follows. I mean, I could see, you know, maybe if it were replacing something other than a private dog park, I might be mad, but this is kind of whatever. This was kind of standard, you know, uh, bullshit until last week, a man asked for poop samples Mm -hmm. for a study he was conducting to show the effects of gentrification on, on people's, uh, 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 what's the word? I guess uh, lower digestive system. Oh, so, do- so poop samples from people, not from dogs. Yes. Yes. How, how was he collecting them? W- w- were you just gonna mail them to Mark's house of turds? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, 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 he, he was gonna. He was asking people to mail them in. Isn't Maybe that illegal? The box next to ours. Isn't that the like POO a POO box? Uh, yeah, you have to market a biohazard. I think. Yeah, isn't that like a federal crime? <laughs> well, apparently he 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 does this research at Temple University, so oh. I guess he knows how to do it. Okay, but I'm I I was like I I don't know I don't know why I don't know why we have to go through this whole rigmarole to do this. I mean, the one thing is this building requires a zoning variance to be put up. And I'm like, there's no way in hell this guy is getting his variance. I don't know why he tried. I think it's because he wants a parking lot instead of a building. I think that's the real gambit here because he demolished a couple houses 10 years ago so he could use that space for a parking lot. And then L and I told him to, uh, L and I let him demolish the houses, but they wouldn't let him build the parking lot. So he's just been using this illegally as a parking lot ever since. Um, <laughs> and an illegal parking lot's a lot less fun than, say, an illegal dog park. It, but it's an illegal. I guess it's like it's like a speakeasy dog park. <laughs> we live in a very disease. So. Yeah, you like you knock on the door and a little slot opens and there's just like a something that is cl- a, clearly a golden retriever there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Password. The password is bark. Bark, bark. Ask yeah. not for whom the dog barks, it barks for thee. Right. I don't know. This whole thing, this whole thing's been like embarrassing for all involved sides. I've I've just been I've been watching this with just sort of disbelief for the past two weeks. Just like I don't I don't understand why everyone is so this mad about a, a it's quarantine. A, a Everyone's been insane building. for the last six months minimum. Uh, That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, just, just, yeah. We've all, we've all succumbed to lockdown madness, and now as a consequence, we're just like, yeah, no, fuck it. Send, send, send me a poop. Send me a poop. I want to see. Yeah, I want to see that poop. A friendly reminder to not mail us your poop. No. Yes. And, and don't mail us anything that's a funny joke on the idea of mailing us. Don't mail us any. No, don't. No, don't. No, don't. Please, no, don't please, no, please. No, no more dried foods of any kind. No, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. So anyway, that's my uh, that that's the that's the poop building. Cool. Okay. Yes. Hey, I was here two weeks ago. Um, hey. I like how you so just do- you just doxed yourself in the, the segment, just like, hey, here's my street address, here's where I live. I, no, no, unless unless they can search those three blocks for the correct house, 
There's a lot yeah. of houses there. Yeah, that, fairly dense area. I gave yeah. away myself there. I used to live on that block. Well, if they went back in time, mm. then they could go to your house and murder you. I have mean, you thought honestly, of that? at that point in my life, I probably would have welcomed it. <laughs> you just, you just good, have like a, a good period for no, Liam. If they try and murder you, Justin, you just have like a, a concentrated spray of mucus in their direction from I was allergies. About to say, yeah, I, I, I could say, become some kind of like mucus man. That's uh, my shout superpower. Out, shout out to University City Mini Mart. Shout out to uh, Shane's old porch, Bud's old porch. Shout out to. Uh, Oh, uh, salt and pepper, but not shout out to my ex. Uh, unlike the TikTok trend right now, I've always she been confused because it. it's salt and pepper three, right? You don't want to know but what happened to one and two. I don't know what I do want to know what happened nope. to one and two. It is unspeakable <laughs> and unknowable. That is I, above your clearance, sir. I thought they might be in other sir, parts I of the city. I implore but... you to ask another question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, it shall remain a mystery. Hey, anyway, so I guess our first question as we talk about infrastructure weeks, we have to ask what is infrastructure, right? Buildings and roads and highways and <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, it's when you, it's, it's a whole tab in SimCity or City Skylines. <laughs> yeah. It's the thing, it's the thing to move stuff. I would say sometimes buildings are infrastructure. Um, so, you know, but infrastructure is like stuff that helps you get around, you know, like roads, railroads, bridges, airports, and seaports. You know, it's stuff that provides you with services like, you know, water pipes, gas pipes, electricity, internet, you know, the stuff that get, helps your stuff get around, mm. oil pipelines, gas pipelines, stuff like that. Um, you know, this is the physical stuff that makes industrial civilization possible, right? Yes. Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. Not, I'm so trying to interrupt you, less. People were bitching at me for it, so I'm just like, yeah, well, those people are wrong. <laughs> Get mm. fucked. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and and most a lot of infrastructure is public. You know, stuff like roads, uh, water lines, sewer lines, stuff like that is usually public. Some of it's private and regulated. You know, like railroads or electricity distribution. That's usually private and regulated. Uh, some of it's you know private and kind of unregulated like oil Hell pipelines yeah. Hell yeah <laughs> yeah a lot or of the, the Chapo de Fash pipeline right that's unregulated as far as i know uh that's a good question um <laughs> we must have direct and meaningful government intervention on the Chapo de Fash pipeline the school to prison pipeline is actually extremely regulated oh yeah i was about to say um now infrastructure's been around for a very long time you know like publicly funded infrastructure in particular, you know, of course, famously, you know, like the Roman empire, they built like aqueducts, you know, they built like roads. These weren't the first people to do it, of course, but you know, a lot of those roads and aqueducts are still around. Are the pyramids so, infrastructure? No, that's a vanity project. Disagree. They help the, they help the another Gulf state vanity project. <laughs> I know it's not on the Gulf. Shut up. The, they help the Pharaoh's car move about the afterlife. Therefore, <laughs> that's an infrastructure project. I would, I would sort of, uh, the describe just them painting as like a 14 a, lane superhighway of the damned. <laughs> that's a Keynesian like make work project. That's like the, the ultimate example. It's not a digging a hole and filling it back in, but it is digging a hole and then making a, a 
the reverse of that whole so, geometric You sound like shape. a guy very jealous. He doesn't have a uh, an obelisk plan for when he shuffles <laughs> off the mortal coil. <laughs> Jealousy is a disease. Get well soon, yeah. Roz. How, how no. are you going to navigate the sea of reeds without uh, something to like entomb both your mortal remains and the statue in which you're, you're sort of animating oh, I'm Jewish. I'll just go is. with him. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, get, a, I'll yeah. get a GPS. Well, we'll use the buddy system to... Uh, <laughs> It's <laughs> across the whatever the river sticks. So you know the, the stuff like you know aqueducts improve public health. They made life in cities more convenient. You know stuff like Roman roads. You know they make long distance commerce and communication more convenient, which of course makes controlling a huge empire more possible and easy. Yeah. So you know is infrastructure imperialist? Sure. I mean, yeah, basically. <laughs> but it, you know, in, in that it's something that like makes a. Uh, single cohesive society possible and like yeah. whether you want to argue the toss about whether those are inherently imperialist uh yeah yeah well whatever can't win them all i suppose can't mm-hmm. win them all <laughs> it's nice having roads yeah it's nice I, having I, drinking I, I, water I, I would uh, take having these things over not having them. it's it's nice to have things be someone else's problem so i can focus on podcasting at some point, you anti-imperialist your way into anarcho-primitivism. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you get to that conclusion shockingly quick. Listen, once again, you know what? No, I, I'm not even going to make the joke. He had some points, is what I'm saying. <laughs> I, <laughs> and our P- do not mail bombs to our PO box. I I like having both my hands. Thank you. I respect the male bombing. I do not respect the anarcho primitivism. La 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 la. la, la. <laughs> oh, 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 you know, I'll meet you kind of close to that in the middle. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, so. Hey, Alice, what's your address? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington, D.C. Yeah, this is my roommate Joe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to address this to my roommate Joe, otherwise, like, he might not get it. That's the whole thing, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Alice is just like gritty, living in the basement of the White House. Joe, People Joe, come down and feed you like two or three times a day. You're like, what's up? Joe Biden <laughs> opening a package with twenty pounds of rejected jelly beans on the on the resolute yes, desk. Thank you for that. Whichever one of you sent that, just like, what the fuck sure am I gonna do with were, these? Uh, those were intended for a uh, previous president. Um. <laughs> I don't even like jelly beans. I, I have found a use for the 10 pounds of chickpea. Stop sending me food is what I'm saying. <laughs> they just recognize that we're hungry people and they want to reward us now for that our I've efforts. Said, stop sending me food. Uh, if you're going to send me food, uh, beef jerky, please. Thank you. Oh, travels well. Okay. Anyway. So now in the United States, you know, when, when, when the colonists come over to do imperialism, you know, there's, there's some, uh, you know, there's some early questions about, you know, uh, internal improvements is what they called it back then. Right. You know, should the public funds, uh, should public funds be used to improve transportation in the colonies and in, in the early Republic? Right. Yeah. No, that's communism. <laughs> well, well, we're it, just, we're just back to Franklin again. Do we want to like do uh, this as a public good or do, do we want to have the richest, weirdest dude just funded as a pet project? Well, the other thing is there's not a clear distinction between like public and private projects at this point. Right. Sure. Yeah. The government's um, still just dudes. Yeah. The government's still just a bunch of dudes. 
just guys being dudes. <laughs> What's um, better than the, this? You know, the, 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 the legislature has, you can't like, today you can just incorporate a business. Back then, you know, the legislature had to charter the business. Right. We should have gotten the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to charter the podcast. <laughs> we should petition them. Mm. Oh God. Um, you know, so they, they uh, eventually, I think it was the it was the Federalists who were big into internal improvements. They get stuff rolling like, uh, you know, the Erie Canal. Here's the main line of public works, which is sort of uh, the 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 way across Pennsylvania as it started was. A combination of canals and railroads. Yeah, I don't love the Federalists, but you do have to you have to hand it to them this much that it was a better idea that the United States be an industrial society that functioned rather than everybody being a pastoral slave owner. Yeah, I I I think I think I I would rather have this than the slaves. Here's a fun one with the You're a noble man, Roz. Yeah. Here's a fun one with the, the main line of public works on this picture, right? You can see the, this, this locomotive carrying three train cars, right? And what this is, is a sectional canal boat. Huh. The, the, the idea mm-hmm. is that when, when the canal boat reaches the inclined plane or the railroad section, they, uh, they take the canal boat out of the water, they split it in three pieces, they put them on railroad cars, and the train portages it to the next section of canal. More than meets the eye. Yes. Cool as hell, honestly. Um, Just to go with the gramophone there. <laughs> oh, the the wax record. <laughs> I'm gonna see how many I'm gonna see how many consecutive episodes I can get a Fitzcarraldo reference into. Okay, <laughs> for those of you wondering, Pittsburgh has changed spelling between with an H at the end and without an H at the end. Like, as far as I know, at least three or four times. That is Pittsburgh, <laughs> i.e. where Sidney Crosby lives. I kind, of, uh, I kind of like it without the H. With the H on well, it, like... had the H, then they took the H away, then they added the H back. I see, it makes this me G want to pronounce it like, like a, a Scottish C. town and call it Pittsburgh if it's got an H on it. Yeah, then we'll do a live show in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So, anyway, later... Uh, America starts, you know, financing major internal improvements, like say the Transcontinental Railroad. Hooray. They do that using land grants. Essentially, they bought, you know, we bought the Louisiana Purchase. That's all federal land. What we'll do is, as the railroad builds west, you just give a certain amount of land to the railroad, who can then sell it off in order to finance the railroad. What this resulted in is railroads just racing across the continent, right? And doing a whole shitload of money laundering, right? But luckily, in addition to the money laundering, these railroads had a secondary purpose, which was doing genocide to Native Americans. <laughs> I mean, Terrific. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a process but, of wealth transfer between different dudes with waistcoats with pocket watches mm-hmm, on yeah. them. Some genocide and some genocide. Yeah, and, That's basically a bank transfer fee, but involving you know human lives. It's fine. Now, although in addition to genociding Native Americans, the railroads could also be used to transport goods. Um, that that took a while because you know that they, they, they for the first the first go over with the Transcontinental Railroad, the tracks were basically unusable. Um, Still better than shipping it all the way around South America. It actually wasn't oh, yeah. um, when it first it opened. <laughs> it was still a lot cheaper to ship it either around um, Cape Horn. I think it's Cape Horn. Yeah, right? it's, Cape it's Cape Horn. Horn. 
gay porn or shipping it to Panama and portaging it and then shipping it uh, the other way. Should do uh, some kind of canal, maybe. Yeah, well, I figured that out later. That's Again, another... it's pronounced C-anal. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you. Okay, so so there's not a lot of public money going into infrastructure really until the mid-20th century, right? Most infrastructure is private, uh, save for some early parkways and highways, right? Then, however, sure. we get to the 20th century and all its terror and glory. Here, here are many presidents in their favorite cars. I paid £11.99 for a stock image of Richard Nixon driving a golf cart because it was the <laughs> only photo I could find of Nixon driving himself. Wow. That is the most miserable son of a bitch I've ever seen, and he's in a golf cart. <laughs> he, no, he looks pretty happy. He, it's he a looks, great. That's happy Nixon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that is. I guess happy he's Nixon. It's a great time. Yeah, I will say whatever. Uh, the few opportunities I've ever had to drive a golf cart, I become more or less deranged, <laughs> and I become like like I become the equivalent of a dude like driving an F three fifty who just rolled up in, like to a kindergarten for the first time. And I'm just like, how many of these tiny people can I crush underfoot? <laughs> Liam's vehicular now. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah. You you start playing The Simpsons Hit and Run when you get into a golf cart. I basically do. Yeah, great game. I, they need to reboot it. I I, I like uh, the photo of LBJ with his uh, with his kids and a dog in a sweet high door sills. A Fiat 500, like an early one. Oh, that that's yeah. fun. I, it, I bet I, that thing was fun as shit to drive. I, when it I went back and forth between that and the other car that Lyndon uh, Barnes Johnson used to drive around. Did you in. say Barnes, Barnes Johnson, Baines, whatever. Baines. Uh, fine. What LBJ used to drive around his ranch on, which was he had an aqua car. Yes, and he would drive it into the lake to scare people. Yeah, he would he be would like, "Oh shit, the brakes are out." Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> America's greatest president, Lyndon Baines Johnson, yes. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Killed a lot of kids in Vietnam. Did also terrify Khrushchev. Good with the bad. Good with the bad. Terrified Khrushchev with an aqua car. Uh, we, got, we got FDR there. Uh, we got, of course, Biden in the Corvette. And we have yeah. uh, Donald Trump, Trump America's uh, uh, funniest uh, president, uh, <laughs> pretending to drive a fire truck. <laughs> I was really mad that he didn't actually like drive it, yeah, and like lead the Secret Service on what was basically a five mile an hour low speed chase through <laughs> Anacostia. I was just like, "Come on, you big wet diaper baby!" Yeah, like, do the <laughs> end gonna, sequence it, of Con Air. I wonder if Trump can drive a car. I, I think d- probably mm. no. I don't yes, think he's I driven think himself in like decades. If he can, I think he can. Uh, I I will say I missed the dead cast Trump question of the week. Yeah. Uh, I think he probably can in that I assume once or twice he's chosen to dri- drive from Midtown Manhattan to Bedminster himself. I don't know. Mm. I think he has a guy for that. He probably has I'm a guy. I'm sure yeah. he does, but I believe that once or t- like do you, do you think he likes being chauffeured because it feels yeah. fancy boy to yeah, him? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And like okay, Trump Trump sure. was Trump was photographed a lot in the 80s and in the course of my googling, I could not find a picture of him driving himself. Oh, at all? No. No, that's uh, why that I sense. went with yeah. the fire truck and not thing. Not just because it's funny, although it is, uh, but because that's one of the photos I like one of the few photos of him at a steering wheel. Yeah, I mean, I 
I, I you know what now that now that you you guys have mentioned that uh i'm gonna reverse my guess too possibly in the sort of the Roz thing where mm. he holds a driver's license but cannot drive mm. uh yes uh well you know here's an interesting one we know we know M, uh, uh biden is m track joe right yep but, yeah, but he loves that corvette man when when trump was in college at university of pennsylvania Rather than moving to Philly, he took the Metro Liner down from New York every day. Bitch moves. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't have to pass his house every time I see it. And then someone points out, that's Elon Musk's house. That's Whoa. right. Elon Musk's house. For some inexplicable reason, it's in between like two large office buildings, but this one row house is still there. About the same and time that he got the like Korean right restaurant into yeah. Star Trek Discovery. Was like yeah. Zephram Cochran, Albert Einstein, Elon Musk. Oh God. Ugh. Anyway, so now there were towards the middle of the 20th century, we started to get big federal infrastructure packages of certain kinds. I mean, the first one, of course, is the New Deal, and the New Deal doesn't invest so much in things like roads or railroads. It does invest in things like the the TVA, you know, Tennessee Valley Authority for power generation, rural electrification, um, you know, lots of public buildings, um, you know, and, 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 and so this is like your first big federal infusion of cash into America's infrastructure. Socialism. Um, after, socialism. Yeah. Socialism. Uh, after, after World War II, noted socialist Dwight D. Eisenhower, of course, signs the Interstate and Defense Highway Act. Right, which really kicks off the process of developing, you know, America's interstate highway system. Right, um, and that was sort of its original mission was sort of altered over time from you know providing uh, good roads over long distances to uh, demolishing uh, black people's neighborhoods. Um, but you know, a lot of a lot of a lot of federal programs were used. It's in weird that way, how course. a lot of American infrastructure just turns into ethnic cleansing. You know, I mean, don't look at don't look at it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Lyndon Johnson well, uh, <laughs> creates the Department of Transportation because at this point there's so much uh, money going into things like interstate highways and stuff like that that you know it needs like a, a cabinet level department to to manage that right. Um, and he signs into a there's a bunch of great society things he signs into law during his administration, one of which is the Urban Mass Transit Administration. Uh, Lyndon Johnson's administration plows loads of money, not only into highways, but also into mass transit. You know, so that's how we got things like the Washington Metro, the Baltimore Subway, um, Bay Area Rapid Transit, um, uh, MARTA in Atlanta, the Miami Metro. You know, all that stuff came out of one period. There's massive build out and then just nothing, hmm. right? <laughs> Yeah, and the the idea of like uh, democratic quasi socialism of doing massive infrastructure stuff was then sort of ground to a bloody husk in Vietnam, and we stopped yeah. wanting to do that anymore. After that, we get a couple of like really panicked and reactive infrastructure packages or laws, right? One of which was the creation of Amtrak on May first, nineteen seventy one, by Richard Nixon. Right, There's because, going to be an Amtrak episode at some point. Stop yeah. emailing me about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this was supposed to Nixon's idea here is like this is a, a bill which sort of allows passenger rail to quietly fade into non-existence because it's of course totally irrelevant, right? 
Um, and instead, of course, that didn't happen. We still have Amtrak. Um, another one of that soldier gone. Yes. Yes. Another one of that era, of course, is Conrail, right? Which was a sort of reorganization of a bunch of failing uh, Northeast railroads into the sort of quasi nationalized corporation, right? Because uh, the 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 railroads in the Northeast, of the United States, were not doing very well at the time. That yeah, and nationalization was still sort of on the table, even under a Republican, which is very funny. Yeah, because they were doing that badly. <laughs> and there was a sort of understanding that if we just let all these railroads fail, then we won't have railroads in the most densely populated part of the United States. Genius! <laughs> uh, another interesting one is essential air services, right? like right after the airlines were deregulated. I forget in what year. Um, that's a program that's still around today, which, you know, sort of, funds airline service to like small towns like Altoona or Plattsburgh, New York. Oh, that's why everywhere has like a regional airport that's like gateway to the Poconos or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> yes, Scranton Airport, Alice. Hi. <laughs> oh, I've been to the uh, I've been to the truck stop near there. It has a yeah, pinball machine. Yeah, we were there with each other. Yeah. Where's the pinball machine? There were like a half. There, there were like two or three pinball machines. There was a little arcade. Why did there. you tell me? I did. Did you? Yeah, I said there's a pinball machine here. What did I do? You said let's keep going. <laughs> oh fuck! I'm sorry, man. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, yo. <laughs> All right. So the most recent infrastructure package we got was, of course, Obama's American Reinvestment and Recovery Act. Right. Ara. Um, the R. How, how my grandfather-in-law from Texas pronounces the letter R. Ara. 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 The Ara. Thank you. That would be that would be Miriam Williamson's uh, infrastructure package. The Ara. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the trains are floating. It's not yeah. maglev. We don't really know what's happening. Actually, they just use it the power of vibes. <laughs> Look, getting the so, getting the crystal orb. The. <laughs> The Aura, you know, this is this is uh, uh, definitely like uh, uh, very much an Obama era piece of legislation, right? Because oh, it's it, terrible. You know, the uh, the the idea here is, I mean, Obama's a true believer in you know neoliberal economics, right? You know, and his his advisors sort of tell him, listen, the most efficient and quickest way to provide economic stimulus is to bail out the banks and do tax credits, right? Mm -hmm. PP. Yes. yes. <laughs> That's actually what Tim Geithner said to him at the time. Yeah. And and so, you know, most of that, most of the act went into that. Um, what little went into infrastructure only funded projects which were, quote, shovel ready, unquote. If right? I hear that phrase one more goddamn time. <laughs> yeah. So if you had you had a project that was in the planning stages, you couldn't get money for it. But if you had a project that was through the planning stages, and just needed money, you could theoretically get money for it. Now, in practice, uh, a lot of the money just kind of went in a hole. Uh. Um, like, there weren't a huge amount of projects funded under this bill. And, and, and you know, the stuff that it did fund, a, a lot of times, like, especially the Republican governors started to bulk at the funding, right? So, like, famously... There, there was a big, there was a chunk of high-speed rail funding in there, $9.8 billion. Some of it was supposed to go to Florida. Some of it was supposed to go to Wisconsin. 
Some of it was supposed to go to Ohio. All three of those governors said, we'll only take the money if we can spend it on roads. Um, Scott so, Walker, everybody. Yeah, so it all went to California instead uh, to fund high-speed rail, which still hasn't turned a wheel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I guess they started the Trump infrastructure package, which was, you know, never happened because turns out the Republicans aren't very interested in spending money no. on things other than... F-35s? Yeah, I, I mean, the Republicans spend a lot of money, but hell if I know what, it, what, it, what it's on. Nothing cool. <laughs> themselves, yeah. more or less. It's Basically, cool. yeah. So, you know, it's... it's um, uh, so, I guess we got to talk about... You know, we talked about all these infrastructure packages. What is Biden trying to do? Corvettes for everybody. But, like, electric Corvettes. Ah, uh, yes. Brackets Wokely. Yeah, electric Corvette, I'm sure, will be a crossover, just like the electric Mustang. <laughs> I like this photo that I found because it looks like a tiny man is riding Pillion on Pete Booth Judge's bike. I like the, uh, I, 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 he's got a Lime bike. Yeah. Right? Yep. He's also one of the nerds who wears a helmet on bike share. <laughs> Gotta protect that big, beautiful, centrist brain. It yeah. looks like his chin strap is a little loose. Mm. So that's not actually going to protect him. I mean, he's, he's got the worst of both worlds there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the Biden infrastructure package is interesting. Number one, because a lot of it is not infrastructure. Um, but it's, uh, it's supposed to be two trillion bucks, right? A lot of money. That's, that's a lot of money, yes. It is the biggest investment in American infrastructure ever. That's almost three years of the Department of Defense budget, but it's going to be invested over a lot more than three years, so it's actually significantly less than the Department of Defense budget. Uh, um, yeah. Could have just, you know, canceled the F-35 at any time. <laughs> don't, remember, don't worry about that. I, I think the F-35 is too far along to cancel at this point. Defense contractors always say that, and it's never true. Call their bluff once in a while. Every time they're like, "Oh, well, it, it costs. Uh, it's going to cost us eight trillion to like to keep doing, but eight point one trillion to stop." At some point, you have to be like, "No, don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining." Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you know this this infrastructure package. I will say this before we start. It has a lot of good stuff in it, but probably not. How did that happen? I wasn't even touching the mouse. It, it flips sw slides. Um, you know, it, it has a lot of good stuff in it, but probably not enough good stuff for the historical moment, which, you know, is sort of a hallmark of the whole Biden saga over the past uh, year and a half or whatever. <laughs> he loves right? thinking he's fucking JFK, too, because he's like yep. not as useless as the most pessimistic people predicted, but it's still not enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I did. People really love like inadequate solutions. You know, it's it's um well again as as the whole year of 2020 showed, um you know if if you give someone something which is nowhere near enough, uh they're like fucking hell. Thank you so much. Um, I'm <laughs> going to pull down your pants so I can suck your dick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love to have a GoFundMe. Another, and so as we overview this uh, infrastructure package, keep in mind that mostly high-level details are what's come out. Not a lot of specifics so far. Um, one of the one of the things that's kind of weird is it's very much 
not like not like framed as like improving Americans' lives, but framed around competing with China. China. Right? China. 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 Yeah, nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. Um anyway, so I, I thought we'd sort of take a look here. I love to do um, a new Cold War and uh by uh, simultaneously uh, doing a bunch of hate crimes against any Asian people who happen to live in our cities and also funding, like, line bikes. Yeah. So, I thought we'd start with some of the stuff that's not infrastructure uh, mm. that's in there. Uh, first off, there's like $400 billion for home care and elderly care. I think that's probably a good thing. I have no frame of reference for how much home care and elderly care that buys cannot um, fund things in an orderly manner. It's all got to go through this process where it's attached to other things. Yeah. I, I do like the newspaper mm-hmm. column, uh, the newspaper columnist-ass cartoon I put on here, because it was just the first thing that came up when I searched mm-hmm. pork barrel. Um, well, I don't think the home care and the elderly care is pork ba- barrel. I yeah, do think fuck them olds. Fuck them olds. <laughs> getting a lot of old just people die. in my district. <laughs> Mostly I just included it because I love the sort of labeling madness that required the guy's jacket to say public officials. <laughs> Pork barrel spending is good. <laughs> uh, another, another big chunk of this is $300 billion for assorted manufacturing investments and job training. And mm. I can tell you for that's a fact, a hole. That's that a hole. is just going into a hole. You're never going to see anything from that. Well, money. you that's... could just make trade school free with that money. Could that's a good point? Yeah, not going to do that. I, no, we thank, put, you. We got, thank you. We, thank you. Thank you. We got to put it in this hole. Yeah, just put the money put in, it in hole. my hole, Daddy. Next, <laughs> Jam, jamming dollar bills up there. <laughs> Three hundred um, billion of them, though. Yeah. Oh, my colon's going to have a bad time. <laughs> Another $174 billion goes to buying electric vehicles for the federal government. Finally, we're going to have Grumman LLVs that catch fire out of service sometime in the 2030s. I was about to say, I mean, this is, this is sort of infrastructure, right? You know, this funds stuff like charging stations, replacing the federal vehicle fleet with electric vehicles that include stuff like mail trucks, but also school buses. Some transit vehicles, um, any any other vehicles the federal government owns, like pickup trucks, you know, for like fleet vehicles or whatever. <laughs> FBI yeah. cars that are all FBI Priuses. cars, CIA cars, yeah. yeah. Uh, and as far as I can tell, this is not like tax credits or anything. They're just buying the shit, right? Good. So thank thank God for that. Um, this does not include the Department of Defense, though. We're not seeing any electric tanks or two and a half ton trucks or anything <laughs> like that. No, we're um, gonna run those off of uh, off of JP one. Is it JP one? Yeah, bunker C oil. Yeah, man. I don't like. I'm sure it's much better, but I really think the the model for the new post office thing looks like shit. I don't like it. I kind I kind of like it. I, I I actually I actually kind of like it. You know, it's got a big lots of visibility. If you run into a pedestrian, it won't you know kill them. Mm. Um, but like, why if if you're gonna do that, which I'm not against, right? Why not make it look more futuristic than than just like uh, it's a truck but drawn by a child? That's a good point. I think they should have just kept the old LLV body and just put some put some batteries in there. Oh, you know? That would have been cool. Like the bodies yeah. weren't the problem. Those were those were still running. Those are fine. Yeah. Um, 
I bet the frame is beat to shit, especially if you're mm. in somewhere with road salt. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, another portion of this is, of course, a fix-it-first plan for roads and bridges, right? It's $115 billion. Now, I, I guess we got to... The idea here is we're fixing roads but not providing lots of money for building new ones, right? Which leads us to an interesting question, which is what's the definition of fixing roads, right? Make not fall down. Fill pothole. Well, make road more rigid? Make, yeah. Make road more rigid. Well, I mean, I think in an ideal situation, it would be, you know, filling potholes, stuff like that, right? Um, but, you know, we got to think about stuff like, especially if you're fixing bridges, does this involve, like, replacing bridges with larger ones? Does this involve, like, widening highway approaches? Fix, fixing interchanges, uh, stuff like that, right? I think, you know, a case in point for, you know, what this money might be spent on, you know, rather than fixing existing roads, this is the Brent Spence Bridge in Cincinnati, Ohio. The it Brent Spence Spence Bridge. It, it, it connects Cincinnati to Covington, Kentucky, right? Covington is where, you remember the Covington Catholic kids? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Nicholas Sandman. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird ass restorationist Vatican II rejecting tradcats. Yeah, they're they're uh, basically uh, a set of vacantists. Oh, those are some fucking weirdos. Yeah, and they yelled at the Native American man. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's that's where they're from. Is Covington, Kentucky. Um, so you know, this bridge caught fire recently. They had to shut it down <laughs> for a while. It's back okay. in service, right? Or there was there was an accident on it that caught fire, um, but now like the the DOT has said, listen, we need to replace the bridge with a new bridge, but actually we're also going to keep the old bridge as well, right? And and so this is going from, you know, a double decker bridge with four lanes on each uh, deck, which carries I seventy one and I seventy five. They want to go from that to two double decker bridges. Oh boy, right. Uh, one of which is carrying I-75, I-71 southbound, I-75 northbound, I-71 northbound's on the other span, then there's local traffic southbound and northbound spread between the two spans, right? And you go from eight lanes total to 16. What did um, we say on the traffic engineering episode about adding more lanes? Uh, it creates more traffic. <laughs> Don't tell DOTs that. They won't believe you. Especially since you're feeding all this traffic into Cincinnati, right? Which is an old city. You got lots of narrow streets. Like, there's not a lot of room to shove 16 lanes of traffic in there. It's going to back up regardless. I'd say no matter how wide you make this freeway, it's just going to back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know. The traffic is expanding to meet the needs of the expanding traffic. Yeah. I mean, so this, this is some of the stuff you might see some of this. $115 $115 billion to fix roads spent on. And I mean, a better solution, I think, you know, it'd be something like demolish every freeway inside the I-275 loop around Cincinnati and just get inner city traffic outside of the city, right? And, you know, maybe finish the damn subway. But, you know, I digress yeah. there. Um, so these fixes can probably, probably will wind up being capacity expansions and, you know, sort of, reproduce and ingrain existing failures of highway infrastructure, right? Now, there is some glimmer of hope in that uh, the bill includes $20 billion to, quote, reconnect communities disturbed by historic investments 
So, I mean, hopefully that means stuff like urban freeway teardowns or relocations or something like that. And That'd then, be nice. They're probably just going to build mm-hmm. like a, a private dog park over those freeways, though. <laughs> probably, yeah. It's just going to be. We have reconnected mm-hmm. your your riven community here by uh, creating a forty foot death strip of cops. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna spend all of that money on one third of one big dig. Um, <laughs> and then they got twenty billion dollars for road safety, which is supposed to be you know road safety for all users, you know cyclists and pedestrians and stuff like that. And that, that stuff's good, but getting the state and local DOTs on board with this stuff is going to be really tough. Um, mm. they're, not, they're not huge fans of like the idea of less roads, not more. Federalism, folks. I've said it before, said it again. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. It's, it's better than Jeffersonian democracy, but not by much. Not by much, yeah. Uh, now I got another one. Public transportation is getting $85 billion, right? Yay? What is yeah, this unfamiliar sensation of good news I'm experiencing? What's that? So, you know, according to whitehouse.gov, this is doubling federal funding for public transit over some period of time. I don't know what it is because I couldn't find that in there. You know, quote, this investment will double federal funding for public transit, spend down the repair backlog and bring bus, bus rapid transit and rail service to communities and neighborhoods across the country. It will ultimately reduce traffic congestion for everyone. Um, which is, of course, you know, that's another fun one is, of course, they're trying to direct it at drivers, not at public transit users. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I mean, it does have the advantage of being true, but actually... Public transit doesn't really reduce traffic congestion. Really? Be- yeah, because the extra road space that, you know, you free up by taking the bus, you know, to- another asshole is just going to come mm-hmm. out on the road and drive Starting to feel space. like nothing yeah. reduces traffic congestion. Bus lanes reduce traffic congestion because that particular lane is now not congested because, only you know... Only buses. Only buses <laughs> are on there, yeah. <laughs> so... You know, $85 billion, how much does this buy us, right? And where does it go? I mean, there's a very, the policy so far, Six miles of track in South Philly. Oh, God. This is a very high-level overview right now. And, you know, this could be spent on stuff like, you know, if I had $85 billion to spend on public transportation, you know, I think you spend it on frequent and reliable bus services for every small to medium metro area in the United States, you know, get like fast buses every 10 minutes. Get like high quality bus shelters, get some Americans with Disability Act style upgrades to infrastructure. Mm, everybody um, in like a, a, a small city, like fucking, I don't know, pick one at random, uh, Abilene, Texas, gets like a kneeling bus every 10 minutes. That'd be cool. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. And then, or, or even, you know, you have a, a bus network set up so the bus doesn't have to kneel. You're just already at a level boarding. Mm. You know, that's, that's another option. And of course, this means hundreds or thousands of good, high-paying union jobs in almost every city in America, right? Yeah. Step one, we do this. Step two, bus driving union, the largest in America. Step three, uh, mm-hmm. general strike. Step four, for communism. Yeah. And Hail I mean, Satan. Hail Satan, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the, um, you know, it's sort of like, you know, one of the things about like, you know, these pu- public transit jobs like this, and they're completely transformative. You know, the people certainly like here in Philadelphia, like if people get a septic job, they're set for life. Right. Um, you know, so this is this is 
if nothing else, it's a really good jabs program, right? <laughs> It'd be good if we, uh, if one of those avenues to like a job for life with ge- like generous guaranteed benefits and pension wasn't being a cop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Well, you could be a bus driver. Yeah, you can be a bus um, driver. You can be a firefighter. So you can be an EMT. Uh, yeah. Actually, we don't really do that for EMTs either. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yeah. You'd be a firefighter. You can be a bus driver, and that's it. You'd be a garbage so I- worker. Yeah, you'd be a garbage, uh, be a garbage man. Yeah, garbage, garbage person. Garbage um, technician. Somebody got mad sanit- at me for, for not saying worker. sanitation technician a while back, and it's like, okay, fine, but like, come on, how much do you, you really care and about that? I don't know that like garbage men are like the world's most woke people who demand <laughs> that you use the correct terminology well, this, every uh, single th- th- time. This guy was was not oh. was not himself a um, sanitation technician or whatever, but like was strongly in favor of me not dead naming them. So, <laughs> so that's one option for how they could spend this public transit money. But the other option is you know. Maybe it goes into like four subway lines in major metro areas, mm. you know. So, and I think it's going to be closer to the latter than the former. If I'm honest with you, <laughs> you're saying that like um, the MTA or Bart or whatever else is just going to eat this. I I wouldn't be surprised, honestly, if they like you know just dumped forty billion dollars of this into like extending the Second Avenue subway up to one hundred and twenty fifth Street. Yep. You know, <laughs> I, I think these these benefits would be much better if they were more more diffused across the country. But I don't know that that's what's going to and happen. It's like again, if you had to pick an organization that had the ability to do that, the federal government would be it. But it's, it, once you start getting into like the politics of you know who who has the sort of organizational pull to get access to that money mm. Mm, turns out it's Andrew Cuomo um, <laughs> oh, you know what? I almost did the voice you get too. the voice Hi, instead I'm of Andrew a local Cuomo. bus service yeah you get one unprotected <laughs> bike lane <laughs> Ugh. All right, ah. so it's an exhausting <laughs> voice to do, apart from anything else. So, I don't know how he one. manages it. <laughs> it's because Did, years. It's of the practice. cocaine. Yeah, no, yeah, it's cocaine. It is. It's it's like a Roz sized lump of cocaine every morning, <laughs> and I don't mean like the kind of dosing that Roz would take. I literally mean a lump of cocaine like when you're the size of Roz. in cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So now he gets to the part we all want to hear about, which is intercity rail. It's trains, train goods. You should have just put that tweet from that guy that was busy having a total fucking meltdown this weekend. Christ, the train people. Yeah, that's us. We we are the the, train people. It's us, yes. We are here to destroy your mentions. I am half man, half train. (laughs) He's become more train than man. (laughs) So... President Biden is calling on Congress to invest $80 billion to address Amtrak's repair backlog, modernize the high-traffic Northeast Corridor, improve existing corridors and connect new city pairs, and enhance grant and loan programs to support passenger and freight rail safety, efficiency, and electrification. Finally got that third one on there. Only took us, uh, you know, 100 years. 
or electric. Well, we almost got to electrification in the seventies during the oil crisis. And then yep. that just didn't happen. Um, so this is fun. Cause now we get to look at maps. Somebody, oh. this is where all of this is arising from is somebody fucking showed Pete Buttigieg this map. And then Buttigieg showed Biden the map. It's time the map for bold action. Yes, my fellow a, Americans. Good, good. Imagine if, <laughs> imagine if Buttigieg had shown him that one map that did the rounds a couple of years ago that was like cities of the world linked by rail that made no fucking sense. Oh yeah, the one that goes from Philadelphia to Baltimore via Pittsburgh. Yeah, that one. Uh, well, <laughs> well, that's what we're doing. We've, we've gone to Pittsburgh from Philadelphia via Baltimore. Yeah, we're, do, we're doing high speed rail from Los Welcome Angeles. To slingshot service. We're doing high speed rail from Los Angeles to Hokkaido via Pyongyang. You you come out of a of a of just a, an absolute uh, hairpin turn. Somewhere near PNC Field in Pittsburgh, and it slingshots you back to Camden Yards at 230 miles an hour. That's that's the way I want to get into a town is by a von Neumann transfer. <laughs> so, good news is eighty billion dollars, of course, buys us this entire high-speed rail network, right? Uh, sure, it does. No, no, it doesn't do that. Yeah, no. Hey, 220 miles an hour, though. It's a good amount of it's a good amount of miles an hour, yeah. Uh does not buy us Alfred Twiz uh um United States high speed rail system. Um but of course it can buy us this fragmented high speed rail system, uh according to Elon Levy. Who hates trains now, apparently. Huh. I was about to say they've they've gone a, a little 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 austerity for my uh tastes, yeah. Uh recently. Um, no, we actually don't get this either. Um, here's Mtrak's proposal oh for what to do with about $80 billion. Skipping right? York for no good goddamn reason. I, yes. I mean, there, there's some problems with this. Yeah. Uh, before we kind of start here, I do want to drive into people's heads that when you look at this map, this is not every stop on the system, right? Um, but you know, so uh, there's there's the, like you have the Empire Builder up here. It makes a lot more stops than just Minot and Haver between this this area, right? But you know, this is kind of a good start for expanded M track. But you know, it, it needs work, right? It's supposed to be eighty billion dollars in service improvements, and I'm a little bit confused because this doesn't seem like eighty billion dollars worth. Although I could sort of see it maybe going that expensive if they do certain things like electrification or infrastructure improvements, sure. right? Where are my two hundred and twenty mile an hour trains? You're Did not your getting imagination. Them. No. You know what, Alice? You get high speed too. That is actually going to go two hundred twenty miles yeah. an hour. Those <laughs> people who really like trees uh, get in your way first. Yeah, mm. we're we're cutting down like five ancient trees. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, damn. Good luck, uh, Gareth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some interesting omissions in this system. Like you see here, Louisville, Kentucky does not connect to Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Oklahoma City to Little Rock. Yeah. Little Rock to Memphis. Bakersfield to Los Angeles. M Track seems to have given up on trying to gain access to Cajon Pass there. Um a big fuck you to South Dakota. <laughs> Although uh, that's normal. You can go to Eau Claire at least. Mm -hmm. 
Sunset Limited still suspended down here for some reason. Yep. I don't know because they they seemed they've been making noises about reactivating it. I don't know why they didn't show it as they've uh, been making noises for like five years about know, reactivating. Hurricanes, yes, but Amtrak is now trying to um, you know adversely uh, reinstate service. Like they're trying to say fuck you to CSX, let us run yeah. the trains. Mm. Um, you know, and 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 this is kind of you know there there's some one one service I would sort of highlight here is something called the North Coast Hiawatha, which Montana lawmakers are trying to get reactivated, right? It sort of follows um, the existing Empire Builder up to Fargo, and then it sort of takes a more southerly route here. Through oh, the that'd parts be of, sick, right through, through to Eugene or so? Yeah, that goes through all the parts of Montana where people actually live. So <laughs> Bozeman and Helena. And Billings and Missoula. Billings. There we go, Missoula. Yeah. I got two out of four. That's fifty percent. <laughs> that rounds up to a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and whitefish. There we go. No, whitefish is on uh, the Empire Builder. Oh, that's right. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, you know, so there, there's some omissions here, which I think are kind of weird. Um, there's some open questions here, like what is you know they, these light blue lines are new service, the yellow lines are enhanced service, right? Um, and I don't know what that means. Enhanced. Not electrification? In an ideal mark? world, yes, but yeah. I, I don't know. Mm. Um, so like something like, say, an enhanced could mean, so like, for example, right here between Pittsburgh and Philly, there's a train called the Pennsylvanian. It runs once a day. It's, uh, it's ex- inexcusably slow and terrible. Yeah. And I'm wondering, like, what is enhanced here? Does it run two twice times a day, day now? <laughs> yeah, twice a day. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, you it know, runs and, and once Biden, a day at 220 miles an hour. You miss it. Fuck you. I I think if it, if you ran 220 miles an hour over Horseshoe Curve, I think you would have some <laughs> hold issues. On, hold on, let me fire up Train Simulator. We're going to test this. Drifting. <laughs> Even though it's only one track. Is, well, it's tail foot. I think it is also an open question, like, what is powering these trains? You know, could it be electrification? I think on some of these corridors, but I think that the reality is these are going to be diesel trains, mostly. I mean, I think I saw an Amtrak procurement uh, slideshow this morning, which seemed to indicate that they are, in fact, replacing the old Amfleet cars with uh, fixed diesel train sets. So, uh... Miss missed that opportunity. Five um, years of climate left. Yeah. I'd like to see you enhance the service to Miami when there is no Miami. Eh, put up a big wall or something, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, one thing people have been making a thing on Twitter is, how does this affect indigenous people, right? Hmm. Um, you know, and a lot of these railroad lines do go through reservations. And, you know, I... I you know, obviously the answer here is ask indigenous people, but you know, I, I, I judging by like off season traffic on some of these long distance trains, I think indigenous people will be pretty happy about more train service because they use it a lot. Um, yeah, you know, what, so what like, was the Canadian First Nations community that ran their own railroad that we there, talked yeah, about? The, yeah, uh, the Tushuan, uh yes. rail transportation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean yeah, that's that, that, that's the really that's the really progressive answer is fuck Amtrak give it to them have them give run it to it. them yeah well that that's another option yeah I mean 
well, you know, there's a lot of these, a lot of these uh, reservations have lost rail service since, um, you know, over the past 50 years or so, you know, yeah. very highly agricultural, right. And you see these sort of orphaned grain elevators out there with no rail service whatsoever. I mean, if you, if you reactivated passenger service, presumably you also reactivate freight service. And that means That'd you, be know, nice. you can get, you can get your grain to market for like half the price of trucking it. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like, you know, a railroad's not a pipeline, right? It confers the benefits to the communities it passes through, mm. you know, difficult to spell a train. Possible, uh, but difficult. CSX is going to do their damnedest. No, it's actually relatively easy to spill a train. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, again, there's, 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 we don't know if they're sharing tracks with freight railroads. They might be adding tracks. This whole thing could be a giveaway to the class one railroads. I don't know. Mm. And of course, there's not really any high speed rail here. No. Could difficult for a train to poison your groundwater. Um, not oh impossible boy. though. So trains, baby. I, I mean, if you if you derail, if you put a back in crude oil train on the ground, you know, you can have some problems. <laughs> Difficult for a passenger train to poison your groundwater. Okay, let's say that. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and another open question here, I think, is how much of this money is going to be dumped in this segment here between Washington D.C. and Boston? Amtrak Joe, right? all of it, hundred percent. I honestly think it's going to be pretty close to like mo most of the money goes into the Northeast Corridor. Um, I mean, you know, you're going to get like, I'm kind of happy if we just go back to patronage and we're just like, yeah, no, you get amazing service to Delaware. Nothing else. But, no, um, nothing else. Just, just, just Delaware. Yeah. <laughs> 220 well, no. miles an hour, uh, like Wilmington to, to DC. Delaware gets fucked too because there's no rail service on the entire Delmarva Peninsula. <laughs> Those people are better off left undisturbed. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know this is this is eighty billion dollars, I guess, because this map was released the uh, sort of the day the day of the infrastructure package. I thought this is actually from a previous proposal, but I guess not. Um, you know, there's another couple of weird ones like Ohio only has one line going through it. That seems wrong. Mm. Um, and you know, there's some other proposals floating around out there, but like, this is something that rail magazine, uh, posted a while back, which is, um, you know, sort of a $700 billion plan for rail transportation in the United States. Uh, this yes. one also fucks South Dakota. <laughs> Actually, all, all the maps I've posted, except Alfred Twos map, fuck over South Dakota. So what you're saying Alfred is there's Twos not has an economic reason to build a railroad through South Dakota. I, I guess it would kind of be cool to have that scene of North by Northwest with a giant train instead of the, instead of the fight on Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I'd be into that. Yeah. Just have yeah, a train go in and out of like the mouths on Mount Rushmore. That'd be yeah. sick. That quartering <laughs> wouldn't be fun, but <laughs> so, you know, this is something like this. This involves like lots of high speed rail corridors, lots of medium speed rail corridors, you know, it's, a little bit more fleshed out, I think, at least, you know, from my perspective, because I haven't seen any detail on M-Track's plan. They haven't published very much. You I like know, the this is, international again, link to Monterey down there. Oh, Big yeah. I, I do like, because there's no passenger trains in Mexico. None whatsoever. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, you got some links up to Canada as well, of course. Um, but again, this is, this is like 10 times the amount that, you know, is, is actually in the bill. This is about where I'd start, you know? 
so now this is historic because this is the first time the federal government has actually invested in intercity rail at a national level uh, in this Biden infrastructure package. Mm. But um, I don't think it's enough money. No. What you want to be doing is essentially an interstate railway program. Like basically, yeah. Something on a sort of comparable level. Well, I mean, then, then again, ah, then again, we the part of the reason why the interstate highway system was built was the Cold War. So maybe the fucking mm -hmm. doing the Cold War with China is gonna ah, yes, everything yes. is terrible. Listen, everything is of the terrible. Deed, it, propaganda of the deed, but by that I mean a train to York. We have like <laughs> it's such a fucking cursed monkey's paw thing know, that like oh, you can you can get a train between a Nashville treat, yeah. and like New Orleans, but like in order to do that, we have to do the race war, and it's like <laughs> no, can't we just do the good thing? Win some, lose some. Can't we Alice. just do the public good? Centuries of Alice, uh, you know you want it, Alice. Uh, I know this is like Natsex people's way of trying to like get back on the horse after like <laughs> taking a bunch of L's with small wars in Central Asia, but like, come on, guys. There's no way we lose this one, baby. USA number one, baby. Uh, look, I mean, you know, at least if we fight China, it'll be a large conventional war, which we're supposed to be able to win. <laughs> yeah. Shout, yeah. Shout, shout out to the United States Navy surface fleet. Nice knowing you, boys. Easy peasy, baby. <laughs> oh, God. It will be a Democrat who starts the war with China. I mean, yeah. you watch. <laughs> yeah, it'll, President Buttigieg, 2035. Putting that marker oh, down right now. Yeah, th thanks for lathing that into existence, Alice. Look, it's, it's either going to be that, or it's going to be President AOC fires the missiles to defend Taiwanese sovereignty. And I don't... Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Has to go down as uh, another three-letter president. <laughs> um, well, <laughs> yeah, we can only do initials now. Yeah. Uh, what is FDR, LBJ, AOC? JFK. Oh, JFK as well, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so, you know, long story short is this inner-city rail plan is... It's better than what we got, but it's not necessarily good, right? Mm. And I don't think it's going to put a huge dent into like intercity transportation mode share. Like I, I seriously doubt you're going to see a lot of traffic. You know, especially road traffic is not going to switch to trains. Well, what I mean, about what about the like intangible benefits of the sort of cultural leadership and the bully pulpit of the presidency? Aren't people going to? It's going to be like Camelot with JFK. Every every person in the states is going to want to be like Joe Biden, a famously attractive man. Uh, get it? Getting <laughs> the train. All right, looking dude in his twenties, to his credit. I guess. I've seen that picture. Uh, another, you know, situation here is, you know, GOP governors and state legislatures may just decide to reject yeah, exactly. funding again. It's like you the know, same shit with Medicare expansion. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a, it's a real question of what, if this money is going directly to Amtrak, who of course are a quasi-private public corporation thing. It's, they're a corporation, but the stock is owned 100% by the U.S. government. Um, so maybe Amtrak can just act with impunity. I don't know. It'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. So that's the trains. What else do we got? 
$111 billion for water infrastructure. Huh. Okay. Here you see Obama. Do, is this Obama doing the devil's milkshake? <laughs> this yeah. is where he was pretending to drink the water in Flint. Where he like was like, yeah, no, tr trust your, your your new filtered water, it's totally safe, and like takes the tiniest possible sip. It, it, oh, it, either commit to get irreversible brain damage or don't, you fucking pussy. Well, he committed to, to say, don't, yeah. but um, yeah. I was about Pathetic. to say, yeah. Pathetic. So, you know, this is, this is an interesting one, because I don't think there's been this huge federal investment in water infrastructure before. They're pledging $45 billion to replace every lead pipe in the country. Cool. Uh, and they said lead, uh, lead service pipe. And I was wondering if that includes the laterals, which are the actual problem. Um, Probably not. Yeah, that's, that's my thing. Cause that's one of the problems with Flint, uh, especially is that, you know, they've, they've replaced the main pipes, but the laterals that bring the water into your house. So that's the homeowner's responsibility. Uh, and all those are made of lead. <laughs> so, oh God. That's good. So, you know, if this does include the laterals, it's good. If not, you know, eh, fuck you, Flint, Michigan. Um, <laughs> and uh, there's fifty-six billion dollars for other water water infrastructure in there, and like, you know, that's that's going to like uh, the Greater Chicago Sanitary District Police, the like my favorite police agency in the U.S., the Water Cops. Oh my god, it's oh, it's I a do nothing job. Everybody's there because they're like somebody's cousin. It rules. Well, it's like those, uh, the guy. Chicago, uh, the O'Hare cops yeah. that forced that guy off the plane, and then it came out that they weren't real cops, but they had been putting police on the back of their uniform <laughs> sort of for years, uh, and then they had to get uh, broken up because they got sued for whatever, $111 being, million. Being a cop, being a police department is mostly about believing in yourself. <laughs> yeah, a little too much, unfortunately. <laughs> All this fucking self-esteem shit. <laughs> created a generation yeah, created, of cops. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely intolerable kind of dead, people. Though. Yeah, you got you guys got to learn to hate yourself a little better. <laughs> um, you know, I I think this other water infrastructure is supposed to be you know providing clean water and sanitation to you know places in this United States of America that do not have any sort of clean water infrastructure, like really rural Alabama, places like that. You know, places mm -hmm. that, you know, you look like a third world country. Um, but again, yeah, it could just be spent on sanitation district police. I don't know. It'll be spent <laughs> on cops. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> they will figure out a way to spend a lot of this money on cops. Um, yeah. All of the all of the Amtrak money goes to like the Amtrak cops. Yeah. I mean, those guys are scary. Um, yeah, terrifying. <laughs> I've seen a lot of photos of them walking around like New York terminals looking very tactical. MP5s strapped to their chests. Yeah. I mean, they just cruise around like everywhere. Like, I've seen Amtrak police like drive by the house up here. <laughs> I see Amtrak yeah, police scoping up here you sometimes. Out. There, there's yeah. no reason, Liam. There's no reason for Amtrak police to be anywhere close to where you are. Uh, okay, the podcast. Well, I don't know what to tell you, man. I think they just they've just decided that all of the city is within their jurisdiction. I believe that to be true. <laughs> okay, I see. Once again, being a cop, mostly about believing in yourself. <laughs> Ross, the only thing I can think of is like coming down sort of from uh, North Philadelphia. No, they're Maybe watching, that they're watching you, buddy. Yeah. Liam Anderson here to steal the train. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's happening. Uh, bonus episode, Liam steals the train. 
Oh boy. <laughs> bonus, bonus, bonus episode, bonus Liam's episode. train. Liam calls his lawyer from jail. <laughs> <laughs> Liam's train and why it's such a piece of shit. New yeah. shirt with my train on it. <laughs> okay, so according to Vladimir Iluich Biden, communism is Soviet power plus the electrification of the whole country. <laughs> <laughs> Got it there in Russian, too. Yeah. Yeah. This is another one. Alice, you paid money for this one, I pay, too. I paid £11.99 for this Soviet poster. I am out 24... Never let it be said, we don't do anything for I, you. I am out 24 GVP to make this episode. Also, I'm very into the insulators on that um, uh, that that tower, which look very much like it's just strung with razor blades. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, um, Weed savings. Communism is Soviet power plus the electrification of the whole country. So Soviet power is the electrification of the whole country plus communism. And the electrification of the whole country is communism minus Soviet power. Yeah, well, there you go. So That's the math this. for you. Yeah. So there's a whole bunch in the bill, um, which I didn't get to because we put a lot of this together right before we started because I was unable to function due to allergies yesterday. There's a bunch of stuff in the bill about electri uh, I mean, modernizing the electrical grid and providing rural broadband, which I think, you know, that, that's good stuff. There's a whole bunch of money which is going into that. I mean, hopefully that actually does something, but, you know, I, 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 do, I do question the competence of the government to do rural broadband now, mm. um, you know, as opposed to rural electrification then. You know, I get the feeling this is all going to go to telecommunications companies. Um, I'm, I'm generally in favor of rural broadband, both as a, a public good and also because I'm so sick of living in a city that I want <laughs> to move out into the middle of nowhere, but I want to continue podcasting. 2G BPS fiber, yes! <laughs> no, they'll give you DSL. Yeah. No, they'll give me 2G BPS fiber. No, I, I, I want to move out to the countryside, but only if I can spool out a thing of uh, fiber optic cable behind me, like it's fucking, like it's fucking like, communication wire in Stalingrad. Like, like, like I'm the Great Eastern laying the transatlantic cable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just hooking it to my backpack and walking until I get to a cottage somewhere I can rent. They want to do a bunch of housing, um, by which they mean two million affordable homes build or retrofit or preserve. Um, Two million seems a little bit low, I'm gonna be honest. Mm. Um, another thing is this act, this may or may not include the PRO Act, that's the one that makes unionization easier and makes unions more powerful. I hate to give Joe Biden credit, I really do, but the one thing on which he's consistently good is organized labor, and I yes. don't know why yeah, that is other say. than like some The Irishman shit. I yes, think that's probably Ross and I are talking it, yeah. about that. It's the one area where he seems to actually sort of have it together. I will I, give him the the minor credit where the minor credit is due. I guess it's because he's like he's such an like an establishment Democrat guy, and what's more establishment Democrat than organized labor? Just yes. in in a way that's often kind of divorced from stuff. But also, also, why did the Communist Party have the DOT logo on their billboard? Maybe the DOT stole it from the communists. They probably did. Oh, shit. Yeah. Of course, the communists stole it from GE. Uh. <laughs> another another question is, uh, how, but how do we pay for it? Hmm. <laughs> 
Just print the money. Who cares? Just print the money. Yeah. No, Biden wants to raise the corporate tax to slightly lower than what it was before the Trump tax cuts, but still higher than what it is. Manchin wants it to be 25% because he loves being a performative douchebag. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's yeah, so, so cool I, that he, that one guy is now the fulcrum of all federal I just legislation. Kick him right in the nuts. The Democrats just love to negotiate against themselves. Oh, they sure do, there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> what do we um, want? Incrementalism. When do we want it? After a period of detailed study. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's not too much trouble and so on. There are some other ideas that were floated. I mean, one that people got really mad about online was a vehicle mileage tax. Mm. Was oh, something yeah. Pete, Pete Buttchug said. Uh, Pete Buttigieg. You comment on that because I don't even want to fucking deal with these people. <laughs> the basic idea is, you know, you would charge people a mileage fee on their personal vehicles, right? And that's not that is in lieu of the federal gas tax is the general idea is you'd be paying this mileage fee instead of the gas tax. Mm. And I think it's, you know, it, it, as much as, um, you know, one of the problems is right now you got lots of people with like hybrid vehicles, electric vehicles, so on and so forth. They're not paying the gas tax and the gas tax is sort of like the user fee for using the road. And I mean, if, if, if you're like, I, I don't think the road should be paid for by user fees, uh, okay, whatever. I, I am kind of okay with the idea of user fees in general. Hey, I think beats, at some point beats tolls, which is the other it option. Does beat tolls, yeah. And I think this is something that you're going to eventually have to move to. I mean, here in Pennsylvania, we're already moving to vehicle mileage tax, I think, because at least Governor Wolf said he's phasing out the gas tax, which is definitely a better political messaging than what Pete Buttigieg did. Mm. Um, <laughs> So, you know, it's kind of like, and I think for most people, it would be a tax cut. Um, you know, not, not like a, uh, you know, a, a huge, huge burden. I mean, one thing which is an issue is that if you're like a gig worker, right, and you're driving a shitload of miles every day, actually, that probably will hurt you. Yeah, because um, you're not an employee but, either, and you're driving your own car. Right. Yeah, you're not, you're not in a, a sane and sensible system where, nah. you know, you would either have sure. a company vehicle or you would... Um, you know, be reimbursed for mileage by the company. You're you're in this insane gig worker system, which we allow to exist for some reason. Um, but I don't know. I think VMT is probably something they're going to do eventually, but not in this bill. Right. I think it's probably not the worst thing to happen. Uh, it's probably it's, it's probably it's not it's not like a super progressive tax, but it is more progressive than the gas tax because right now you get a discount if you own an expensive vehicle. Yeah, but I guess the the idea there is they're incentivizing you switching to something that is destroying slightly less of the planet. Yeah. There's other um, ways to incentivize that you can do. I, I hate to say it, it's turning me into a Democrat. You could do tax credits. You could, well, I already do tax credits, and I think they're about as... Mm. They're about as effective as they're ever going to be. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. You give people a medal or something. I don't know. Yeah, you give them a, a hero of you Soviet get them labor. A yeah. Give them a pin. That'd be cool. I'd do that. Congratulations. You have been taxed $1,000. You get a nice little song and cheer for you. <laughs> I think the issue is that electric vehicles are just going to be better 
mm. than gasoline-powered vehicles fairly soon. Yeah. And you won't need to incentivize people to buy the It's only so long the oil <laughs> industry can incentiv- keep them down. I think we're already at the point where you basically don't have to incentivize people. And hopefully at that point you get rid of some of the more ridiculous stuff. Like, you know, if you have a high occupancy vehicle lane, right, mm. which is supposed to be if you have three people in your car, you can use the special lane. But right now, a lot of those lanes are like if you have three people in your car or you drive a hybrid or you mm-hmm. drive an electric vehicle. You can use the special lane. Hopefully, we can get rid of those. I think what, what, what the IRS right. should do is, um, if you like get taxed so much in a year, you should be allowed to commit one vehicle, one like vehicular crime. You're already allowed to do that. No, but like another, you should get like a get out <laughs> oh. of jail free card for like one traffic offense. Uh, people get away with traffic offenses all the time. I mean. Yeah, like but serious I, th- I think ones I, too. I think people would would like the extra insurance of like a thing you could just like it, it would look like an Uno reverse card, but like stamped with the federal seal, and you could just like give it to a <laughs> cop, and he'd be like, "Yep, okay." You could be like those people with diplomatic uh, plates who just run over pedestrians, and those yeah, pedestrians yeah, yeah. just happen yeah. to be people they don't like. <laughs> Man, I wish I could get diplomatic plates. That'd be cool. Oh, can we can we form a country? That's a good question. No, you can't. Ah, it's very difficult. Fuck. Shit. You need to get a couple governments to recognize you. All right, we're going to go see Stedig. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania to secede from the United States? Oh, that'd be pretty good. I'd be in favor of that. Maybe just well, the city of Philadelphia. Yes, we're going to be or going to be our own state, goddammit. <laughs> First statehood, then the world. <laughs> I think this is another question you have to kind of consider with this bill. Are they actually going to pass this thing? Um, and I think the fir- short answer is maybe. Mm. Um, and the long answer is, well, so far they're putting off the vote until like July, right? So they can start whipping votes in the Senate. One um, of the midterms? Uh, midterms are a year and a half from now, probably. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Um, so really trying to rush this through the time they have, huh? I know, right? I mean, the shovels aren't going to be in the ground until like well after 2022. Yeah, maybe they, they got they got to get those contracts awarded quick. Um, <laughs> so you know they, they, so you know, there's a good chance some like neolib ghoul is going to vote no, and of picture course, unrelated. picture unrelated, picture unrelated. Yeah, the Republicans, of course, uh, actually vote as a party, right? So they're not going to vote yes on this. Uh, regardless yeah, of how much hashtag pork girl they boss get. here is is yeah. killing it, I will say that with the silver boots, yeah, yeah, and then then of course if they don't pass this thing, then you know they're not going to get another chance until probably after twenty twenty two, and of course, no, nope. in twenty twenty two the Democrats are going to get slaughtered because they will have passed exactly one bill in two years. Mm-hmm. Which I think is is where we're headed. <laughs> yeah. Plus, whatever like wedge issue the right can dream up, which I guess is probably going to be like transgender athletes. I think yeah, it's going to be something like something like that. It's going to be like I don't know, maybe maybe um, Joe Biden has transgendered your kid. It's a side effect of the vaccine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your kid is and then wearing. We can ironically share Nazi memes we stole from the Daily Stormer. Yeah. On our supposedly left wing Twitter page. Yep. 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 What was that? Who? Someone who's historically been mean to Alice. 
who once again I'm not going to give the uh, credit to. You can find the oxygen of publicity, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. Pretty much unironically shared a Daily Stormer meme. Oh, uh, yeah, and then framed it as criticism of Israel. Sure. Uh, oh boy. Well, I mean, if there's one thing the Daily Stormer loves, it is criticizing up. Israel. Yeah. Just not yeah. for the good reasons. No, for the bad <laughs> reasons. But it's okay because uh, you know, I'm doing it ironically or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I'm 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 goose stepping and putting people on cattle cars is a bit. <laughs> yeah. So Joe Biden has put cat ears on all of your children, and the only way to remove them is to vote Pass for this infrastructure bill. V- yeah. Vote for MAGA Chud. Uh, yeah. uh, to fucking go to Congress, to take their Glock to Congress and represent you, and do <sighs> kipped yeah. pull-ups. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus Christ. You, do you see that? Did you see Marjorie Taylor Greene's workout wanna, routine? Yes, I saw it. Yeah, no, I, I saw don't want to think about like, it. I don't like that. I don't, that, that just looks so bad for like so many is, parts of your body. The thing is, right, what you've got to do to get that explosive power, that, that real gain, is destroy your entire spine. That's yeah, the- I, I thought like the point of a pull-up is you get arm strength rather than use the rest of your body to compensate for your lack of arm strength. I, Crossfit, you know, baby. It's so I, fucking good for you. I don't, I don't get it. All right. So anyway, that's Biden's infrastructure bill. Hey, we got through uh, it. It might happen. It might not. It's okay. Mm. It's not great. Um, it's better than anything we've had before. Yep. But it's still yep. like not not adequate. President um, AOC defends Taiwanese sovereignty. Mark that one down at home. Yeah, oh. yeah. Put put that put that in your predictions book. Uh, so there's a segment on this podcast called Safety Third. Oh shit. Uh yeah, we have a drop to use for that, which is well, I'm saying we as opposed to I person responsible for Shake hands for danger. Could be All worse. Right. One above it is the Seinfeld thing. <laughs> you just you just call in uh, uh, Milo's. Uh, is it Milo who has the the Seinfeld show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Master's yeah. about mine. Yeah, call into his show to do the uh, the theme every single time. He needs it. <laughs> we, we we have a segment on this podcast called Safety Third. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. God, um, that's so no, loud too. Yeah, I was about to say that's a little louder than the other ones. Uh, hello, WTYP. Hi. Hello. After hearing the recent safety third about explosives, I thought you might be interested in a safety third about rockets. Yes, or very Star. much. I am interested in a safety I'm a third about rockets. Engineer with a materials science background, and until recently, I worked in the aerospace industry. Sorry. Now that I have left that world for good, I feel a little more free to share these stories with hopefully just enough technical detail removed to avoid legal ramifications. <laughs> Either way, hopefully it will be worth it. The way that you said legal ramifications was bordering on the Cuomo. <laughs> the tale below has been proofread by my partner and a slide of reference images is attached for your convenience. I see that. Early on in my career, I worked for an aerospace manufacturer that has since been absorbed into Lockheed Martin. There, that should narrow it down. (laughs) (laughs) The aerospace version of I live within three blocks of this dog park. There was a, uh, there was a book aside, we were once watching House Hunters while we were drunk, 
and they wouldn't say what the husband did. They lived uh, there's the two massive Lockheed plants uh, outside Philly. There's one in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, and there's one in King of Prussia. And there was there was a guy and his wife. And the guy was like, yeah, I work as an engineer in suburban New Jersey. And it's just like, so you you can just say it. I do, I do spook shit for the federal <laughs> government under the guise of Lockheed Martin. And my budget is $500,000. Yeah. <laughs> I personally give each drone a little kiss before they send it out of the factory. And for this, I am paid $500,000 a month. <laughs> Part of my role was to travel all across the country visiting factories to inspect parts and processes. One such facility was a large shop where, among many other things, they would fill the missile cases with propellant and install the nozzles. For anyone not familiar with rocket motor anatomy, see image one. You see the propellant goes in here and then there's a nozzle nozzle. here. Yes. But in summary, the nozzle is the spicy end. <laughs> I mean, sure. After discussing some of the challenges they were having with the nozzle assembly, my contact thought it would be a good idea to show me the live area where the rocket motors were assembled. Uh, sure. <laughs> this was not something I normally had the opportunity to see since I worked almost exclusively with inert products. Though I was familiar with a variety of explosive chemicals from my time at Think School. Think, think school, I guess it's university. Uh, <laughs> I did not have any formal training in PPE for this particular hazard. I was experienced enough to know that electrostatic discharge was a big safety consideration since any sort of spark could set off the propellant. To mitigate this risk, my tour, gra- my tour guide grabbed me a standard issue ESD lab coat. That's number two here. Very fetching smurf color. Yes and we headed out to his pickup to drive out to the live area. After driving past the empty lots where they used to dump excess propellant chemicals, we turned a corner and came across another pickup driving slowly just ahead of us. It was towing a small trailer with a stout metal container on back, notably lacking any signage or hazard indicators other than standard brake lights. My guide turned to me and said, See that trailer? We use those to haul propellant around after we mix it. You know it's empty, though, because he doesn't have his hazards on. (laughs) I guess that is technically a... Well, it's a hazard. (laughs) I suddenly recalled the videos I've seen of other live propellant transfers, which involved flashing lights, red flags, and of course plenty of fire safety diamonds, right? Mm -hmm. This operation, by comparison, did not inspire confidence. We got to the assembly building and entered the door where a couple dozen live rocket boosters sat on carts. One of the issues we were troubleshooting had to do with the nozzle assembly, and so naturally this problem had to be inspected by looking into the aft end of the rockets. Hmm. Just sort of stare into the nozzle. Rocket rocketology. Yes. It was a bit spooky that this thing could theoretically blow my face off, but I was assured that it was all grounded and perfectly safe. I figured if this guy said it was cool, there couldn't be that much to worry about. Besides, how many chances would I get to stare up the ass of a live rocket? <laughs> I like that thinking. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that Liam Anderson good good. <laughs> After my contact dropped me back off at the main building, I went to go chat with one of the senior engineers and he asked how the tour was. I mentioned that so-and-so had taken me out to the line. He gave a sort of concerned squint, looked down at my shoes and said, 
are those shoes ESD? It had not occurred to me that my steel-toed shoes also had to be ESD rated. He took me over to the ESD footwear tester, that's number three, and had me stand on each foot and press the test button. Both shoes failed miserably, with no electrical connection between my body and the ground. This would mean that my body had been generating static charge during my whole tour, which could have sparked if I had touched something. Needless to say, needless to say, I was shocked. I hope not. Yeah. Now I was about <laughs> to say, I hope you weren't shocked. Um, that would have that would have caused problems. Now it turns out that after casting, most solid rocket propellants are generally pretty stable, and my non-ESD footwear fell into the "it's probably fine if we only do it once" category. Oh, right? my favorite category. Yes. <laughs> and with that, my second most infamous safety blunder was swept neatly under the rug. I'd like to say I should have known better and should have asked more questions, but honestly, I didn't know better. At this point in my career, though, I do regret not reporting the gaps in training and safety procedures, since it could have ended up much worse for someone else. Wearing my big <laughs> nylon sweater to go and inspect the uh, the rockets, and I'm just sort of nervously like rubbing my hands together. I'm rubbing a balloon against my yeah. <laughs> I'm covered in cats. <laughs> However, I'm to go, I suppose. I've got one of those like electrified tennis rackets people use to swap bugs, and I'm just sparking one of those up. However, I am a firm believer that it is never too late to do the right thing, so finally I'm owning up to my mistake and emailing this godforsaken podcast about it. Hey. We're not godforsaken. No, we uh, are. We're, we're kind of godforsaken. Yeah, we, we kind of are. <laughs> if you read this far, thank you. I've been listening in for a long time and have grown to appreciate spending time with you all through the magic of podcasting. The world needs more engineering-minded folks who not only want to know how things are built, but also why things are built. Okay, I might why- not be godforsaken, but I'm definitely not an engineering-minded folks. <laughs> uh, I guess I can be. I, 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 you have I do a that. degree from an actual university. Yes. That, was, so, it's not my fault those idiots gave it to me. <laughs> the why question is inherently political, and by exploring this, you are challenging future generations of engineers to ask this question from a radical perspective. By understanding our history, we are not doomed to repeat it, and a better world is possible. Thank you so much for helping to build that better world with your dumb podcast. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, God, I can't wait till some dumb idiot undergrad son of a bitch emails us from whatever Rose Holman and it was uh, it was like your podcast is part of our curriculum now. <laughs> if you are being taught this, why? First of all, <laughs> and by whom? <laughs> All right, that was that was a nice one. Uh, anyway, our next episode is, or uh, that was, safety third. Uh, hold on. Yeah, cut it before we get a copyright strike. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our next episode's on the Tacoma Narrows Bridge disaster. Yeah. Does anyone have any commercials before we go? Uh, Kill James Bond, other podcast that I do. It's very funny. Listen to it. Give us money. Give us money. I need money. Give us your money. Uh, we have new shirts. You have new, shirts. have new shirts. Yeah, we do. Uh, yeah. St- international shipping. Still, not, not yet. Not, not quite yet. 
Working on it, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm yelling at Liam, and Liam is yelling at the guy, and the guy is, I don't know who he's yelling at, but he's yelling at somebody. He's talking to his USPS rep. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the USPS rep is yelling at somebody, and like at the end of that long chain of yelling oh, is like yeah. you and Europe and me getting a shirt. Working but if you it. don't live in Europe, if you live in the United Snakes of America, you can get <laughs> uh, a shirt with train goods, car bad, that I designed myself on it. You can get a shirt with old-timey NTSB guys on it that Matt Lobchansky drew. It's very good. Uh, yes. I imagine, because I can't get one, because guess which country I don't live in. Sucks! Living <laughs> in a foreign state code FN. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't even we don't even ship abroad to like uh AFPO, so if you're a if you're a troop, you're also fucked. Sorry. Uh, you, you can't like wear this under your multicam. Yeah, uh, we gotta we gotta figure that out. But anyway, that was the podcast. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh under two hours, once again. Under two hours, yeah. Under two hours. All right. All right. Uh, Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, everyone.